Hi guys, welcome to Vibing in Valentino. So this week is a solo episode and I know we haven't had one in a long time. Um, I've just been so lucky to have so many amazing guests come on the show. But we're back in, you know, kind of the pattern. You know me, I like my consistency. So it's going to be two guest episodes with one solo episode. Yeah, you guys will be hearing me just talk nonstop a little bit more often for the rest of the season. <laughs> okay, well, before we get into the conversation, I want to share with you guys something that I am so obsessed with. I've talked about it before, but I feel like, I don't know, it just doesn't get enough credit or maybe they just made their product better. But I'm obsessed with this lip gloss by the company Infrasight. And I think the last time I spoke about it, was in season one where it was definitely like a weekly weakness product when i first discovered it and i've used it consistently since then and i think that was like what like 2019 like yeah it was like a full year ago or something like that it's just amazing it makes your lip fillers last longer it makes my lips look like i just got them done every single time i've never gotten so many compliments on how my lips look it's partly due to fillers, but I always tell them about this lip gloss as well because I think that the maintenance part of it would not be the same. Like, it wouldn't look the way it does now if I hadn't been using this lip gloss. So, it's called Luscious Lips by Infrasight. Quite pricey, but I promise you it's well worth the money. Before we get into the conversation this week, I also want to tell you that you guys can purchase my eight-week workout program. I am currently back on it. I cycle through it several times a year whenever I feel like I need a little bit more structure to my workouts and I need a little bit more of a challenge because I still find it challenging. Um, I'm not going to lie. I think my workout program is as challenging as you want it to be. So that's why it's suitable for all levels because you can go up in the weight that you are using you can go up in sets and you can go up in reps and you can also double up on the workouts per day if you want to really really get in a hardcore workout you can purchase the eight-week program and follow along with me on my website vibinginvalentino.com on there you will also find a place where you can book a one-hour coaching call with me and we can talk about fitness nutrition diets or anything else you want relationships friendship advice life advice um, from you know an impartial third party me I can keep a secret and also you can purchase the at-home workout kit the goodie bag comes with a very heavy booty band that I use all the time and a set of core sliders that I also use at the end of my workouts quite a bit because in the vibing strong program there's a lot of core work to get your waist real real snatched so using core sliders for things like mountain climbers planks it really adds in like that extra burn that you need you can do all that on my website vibinginvalentino.com okay let's get right into our conversation this week As I've grown up, I've started to realize the value in the currency that is my energy. The mistake I made, and I'm sure many people have made when they were younger, is thinking that energy that we create and we use ourselves is an infinitely renewable resource. Looking back, I see that the amount of energy that I've spent on people or relationships greatly cut into 
energy reserves that I had for other things in my life, such as school, work, taking care of my health, my well-being, you know, spending time with my family, my friends, etc., etc., etc. So what do we do? What have I learned from this pattern of behavior? Because here in Vibing and Valentino, we make mistakes for the sake of growing from them, right? Otherwise, we're just stupid and stagnant. So I learned to look at people like they are investments. And smart investing means knowing how to manage them and knowing when to add more capital towards a certain investment and when to cut off investments that aren't working for you. Some of these principles will apply to men in dating, and some of this will apply to everyone in your life. Number one, men are just like stocks. When it comes to men, there are different types of men, right? We kind of know inherently, intuitively. I mean, we don't have the Dow Jones index to help us classify, you know, one man from the other, but we know intuitively what we're walking into. Um, And this kind of sense of knowing comes with dating and experience um but once you once you get to know (laughs) the other species we kind of can tell in the first couple of minutes or hours of being around them talking to them just kind of observing and that's what i suggest everybody do first you don't open up you know this fucking Robin Hood app on your phone and just start buying stocks and shares of company you don't know. You just observe first and study it a little bit and then you decide whether or not you want to put in some capital towards it, right? So anyway, we kind of know after we study them a little bit what we're dealing with. So let's classify these guys like different types of stocks, okay? So first of all, we have the preferred stock. When you invest in a preferred stock versus a common stock, you have the priority over the company's income. So preferred shareholders are paid dividends before common shareholders, and in fact, many companies don't even pay dividends to common shareholders at all. So as a preferred shareholder, while the price per share is usually higher, which means the initial money that you put into this company or this investment is higher, you're also given some kind of consistent return on your investment, right? So this is like when somebody is your main, your favorite, the one in the lead. And I really suggest everybody have a couple of them in the running. Um, It saves you, I know, and I think people are probably gonna listen to this and be like, what the fuck is she talking about? But honestly, in your 20s and maybe even your early 30s, committing without having that title is probably gonna be the biggest mistake and waste of time you'll ever have. So. The one thing that'll save you is having multiple people in your roster, okay? So this one is going to be your LeBron. He's like the star player, he's your favorite, he, you know, carries the rest of the team. Um, So he gets the most time, and he gets the preferential treatment, he gets priority. The other ones, you'll see them when you see them. This one, you'll actually make the time. But then he's also the one putting more effort into making you feel better than the rest of them. That's where you get the return. And it goes the other way too. Is he treating you like the common stock or the preferred stock? Did you pay the preferred share price, but are you getting common shareholder returns? It works both ways. So somebody can be your preferred stock, and you can also be somebody else's preferred stock. So it's kind of just the matter of gauging whether or not you are getting that reciprocity. 
there's also the blue chip stock. So blue chip stocks are big conglomerate stocks like IBM, Coca-Cola, Boeing. They have a long history of sustained earnings and they're usually some of the biggest companies in the country and in the world. They're also the most popular among investors. So a lot of competition there. A lot of these stocks can be considered income stocks where they've kind of matured in their industry and not expected to grow much more. So these guys are the husband types. They're consistent, they're thoughtful, stable, excellent reputation, they look good on paper, but maybe kind of boring. I mean, I'll let you decide that for yourself. They're also very set in their ways. They've done their thing the way they do it for the longest time and it's worked for them, so don't expect them to change anything for anybody. And the reason why I say they're boring is there's not a lot of movement in the graph. If you look at the graphs and the movements of a blue chip stock versus stocks of a company that is in the midst of their their growth and haven't reached their peak yet, it looks a lot more stable than those growth stocks that we're going to talk about next. So that's what I'm saying. They might be boring, but they also check off a lot of the things that I personally look for in a partner and I think a lot of other women look for as well in terms of just stability and maintaining your sanity <laughs> might not be chemistry and sparks and like all of that but it's a nice stable situation the growth stocks so the growth stocks have potential to grow they typically don't pay out dividends to their investors simply because they're reinvesting that money into growing the company. If you invest in these companies before their growth, it's a huge payoff when the day finally comes. However, you also have to be willing to take a higher risk that the growth will be slow or may never happen. These are maybe 90% of the guys that cause us women problems. When we see their potential and we spend time with them, waiting on them to get to where we want them to be we are risking we're taking that risk right we're taking that risk we're investing in our energy our time we're investing our youth in that stock and we're expecting some sort of return down the line and they also tend to be younger literally right than the blue chip peers there's drama there, they have high highs and very low lows, but we stick with them because we see a payoff date at some point in the future. So, those are my classifications on men and stocks. And when you invest, smart investing is almost kind of like diversifying your portfolio. So, you don't want to invest all your money in a growth stock. And what happens if they all don't make it to their peak or they don't, you know, the payoff never comes. And I mean, the payoff can be anything from them committing or them, you know, getting to where they want to be in life, anything of that sort. It doesn't have to always mean financial growth. It could mean, it could mean like commitment growth. It could mean relationship growth. You want to diversify your dating portfolio you want to not only have one type of stock in your portfolio because you you might not have the capital left in the bank in the reserves to absorb the risk if it doesn't pay off and also if you invest too much into 
so many blue chip stocks, right? First of all, they, they tend to be expensive. So the capital that you put in, if you put them all in blue chip stocks, I mean, you have less of that to choose from quantity wise. I mean, it makes a lot of sense if you want to apply it to men. Like if you, if you're talking to like three or four guys and they are all blue chip stocks, right? If they're all, you know, consistent and thoughtful, stable, excellent reputation, if they are all demanding of your time, you don't have enough in your energy reserves to to take each investment to where they should be. At some point, you're going to miss out on certain things with these stocks. So yeah, I, my point is to kind of just diversify your portfolio when you're dating, especially if you're single and you are roster dating. So number two, expect an ROI. So this is the cornerstone of how you will know when to invest in more capital. In this case, energy, effort, time, anything you want to see as initial investment into this person. This is how you'll know when you want to invest more capital into an investment or when to cut your losses. Oh, ROI stands for return on investment. If you just kept investing into something that didn't give you a return, you'll eventually go bankrupt. So if you keep putting money into stocks, into investments that aren't making you back money, at least equal to what you're putting in, you fall into debt. Likewise, when we apply it to relationships in our lives, and now this goes beyond dating, this is family members, friends, anything, if we apply the same principle to relationships in our lives, we will fall into energy debt, and that turns into resentment. It's energy bankruptcy. In every working and real relationship, there is a return on investment, and whatever that return looks like is for you to decide and for you to be content with. Um, there is some sort of reciprocity though. Even when your parents gave birth to you, there was an expected ROI for you to be a positive contribution to the society and to the family unit, right? They didn't give birth expecting you to go to rehab five times and put them into debt. That wasn't the ROI they were expecting. The expected ROI for your girlfriends are a good time, loyalty, somebody to share secrets with, give and receive advice, hold your hair back when you're throwing up. When we start to date a guy and we've classified him into what kind of guy he is, what kind of stock he is, what kind of risk we are willing to absorb for the payoff, we start to be able to have enough data to establish the expected ROI on this investment. So what are we expecting from him? Is it a couple fun dates? Is this a more long-term situation? Are you going to hold on to this stock for a long time and just see where it goes? And then decide when to sell and in our friends we expect the same loyalty that we invest and give them we expect for them to listen to us bitch and moan for days about the toxic guy that we see and she expects us to listen to her bitch and moan for days about the toxic guy that she's seeing it's reciprocity it is the fuel for all working relationships is reciprocity number three set your kpi KPI stands for Key Performance Indicators. They are measurable values that illustrate whether or not objectives are being met. This is important because it will objectify your evaluation of a person. Setting these boundaries and these KPIs will help you not to waste your time. 
You want your KPI to be something you can measure pretty easily, and you want to keep it relatively short term. ROIs, on the other hand, are something a little bit more long term, broader, it's kind of the overall picture. KPIs will also evolve based on the situation. For example, does he treat your friends well when they first meet him? Does he pay for the date? Does he respect you when you tell him that you don't have sex yet? Maybe your KPI is, will he make time to take me on two dates this week? Do you see how these things are yes and no? It's quick to evaluate because they're relatively specific and it is also in a short amount of time. They're not goals. You don't want to go into any kind of relationship with a goal for a guy, but think about it when you're investing in a stock. You, well, what I do <laughs> is I buy the stock and I tell myself I'm going to hold on to it until it reaches this dollar amount per share. When it's at this dollar amount per share, that's when I will sell it. I mean, if I'm looking to buy, when it hits this dollar amount per share, that's when I'll buy it. But I don't make any moves before then. So that dollar amount per share is kind of my KPI. So without that specificity, you are going with the flow. And when it comes to dating, going too much into the flow is cutting into your resource, which is energy and time and youth. Okay, number four, be aware of the maturity date. So when you invest in bonds, right, so now we went from stocks to bonds, but when you invest in bonds, essentially bonds is like you're lending money to a government or a company, and then they pay back the principal. So the principal is whatever amount that you've loaned to them. Suppose I loaned the company $100. That's the principal amount. They set a specific day to pay you back that $100, and that day is called the maturity date. In the meantime, you get paid interest. So if they're going to pay me 10% interest every month until the maturity date, then I get $10 a month until they get me back my $100 a month. I hope you guys are following. This is essentially you wasting time with somebody who tells you to wait around until he gets his act together. In the meantime, he is giving you some attention, some time, some cute moments. This is the interest that the bond issuer pays the loaner. However, you cannot expect to keep this going forever. There needs to be a time where he's reached the maturity date. Either give me what I want, whatever that is, commitment, a ring, the title, you cutting off your bitches, money, <laughs> a house, a kid, anything. It could be whatever you want, but either give me what I want or I'm over it. I'm cutting my losses. The other rules were about not wasting energy. This one is about not wasting time. Don't let people keep loaning from you without the intention to pay it back or reciprocate. Number five. Don't keep tracking sold stocks. So okay, so now we're back to stocks again. Sorry if I'm like bouncing you all over the investment portfolio, but this is important because, and it's also our last tip in this very short episode, do not keep looking at the charts of stocks you've sold, seeing if it's sitting higher or lower than the price you sold it for. If it's doing worse or if it's doing better than when you cut your losses or you, you made a profit off of it and you're over it. You've sold it, it's done. Accept the capital gain or loss. Same thing with people. When you move on, from an investment, move on. 
mulling over the past and keeping on checking to see how it's doing is doing absolutely nothing for you. It's not like it's affecting what your current investment in any way. Just keep it moving, keep it pushing. Okay, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was very fun for me to kind of create an extended metaphor of investments in men and dating and relationships, but I do think that it is so relevant and it makes a lot of sense because we were not made to continually give without a return. We weren't made to keep loaning to people without a set maturity date. You're dipping too much into your energy reserves and I think that women are so conditioned to prove to each other and themselves and, and men that they will do the most or be the most and invest the most and all of that. This was like a helpful perspective shift for me when I started looking at relationships in terms of investment because technically you are investing. It's just maybe not financially, but it is something more important and that is your time and your energy and your effort. So with that being said, thank you for spending, you know, 20 minutes with me on this lovely Friday and I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. I will catch you next week on Vibing and Valentino. Bye!